Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of the Dream Podcast. I am here starting my morning. Um, yeah, working from home today. I don't know about you guys, but I have a really hard time working from home. Although, I've been going to the office a lot lately now that the, the restrictions are a little bit less in terms of the mask wearing thing. So I'm actually getting away with not wearing a mask at work. And uh, yeah, it, it's been super interesting, right? Because now we've got the sanitary pass um, here in France, uh, everywhere, pretty much where there's more than 50 people. Except, you know, like grocery stores are not, of course, not asking for that. Or like apparently malls are now exempt from that. They used to be in the list. Now they're not. Well, yeah, it's like, it's like stupid, right? Because like, who, <laughs> who wants to be, um, who wants to be in malls all day, right? Versus going to a cultural event uh, or, you know, because these places are also um, with the, you know, with the sanitary pass restrictions, um or you know like places where it's like to do sports or whatever anywhere that planes trains all these places right but yeah malls are exempt now weird and then um i forget who else is um not on the list anymore that used to be on there i think uh workers are not supposed to be fired anymore if they if they uh if they refuse they can't be fired so that's a good thing um so this is another thing right it's like is this the result of the strikes or is this something that was already planned beforehand because they they knew that people were going to go on strike you know and now they seem like the good guys saying like oh okay finally not everything we had said is on the list but you still have these other things you know and in the meantime so many people got the vax you know being scared of how many things were actually going to be restricted if they didn't get it and now they put a lot of they they took a lot of things off. So for me, this was like predictable, really. I just had a sip of coffee. <laughs> um. Anyway, yes. So it's like okay. Um. I do feel like these actions have an effect. Like I've been saying in my posts on Instagram, because the people that are maybe not really aware of what's going on might think, hmm, there must be a reason why so many people are protesting, right? But then I was thinking, I was talking with my ex yesterday, and I told him, did you see how many people were on strike? He's like, oh, I heard about something, yeah. But there's strikes every every year, you know? There's always, there's, no, there's nothing, uh, nothing's ever right for people, so there's always people on strikes. For me, for him, it was like normal, and I'm like, like it's like an every year thing and i'm like no this is this was like so many more people and then the thing is it's it's so downplayed in the media that they that they put out like wrong images um well not let's not say wrong but like images that are just totally biased just showing where like there's barely any people and numbers are probably not even right either because you know, I I I saw like what people posted and how it was, and there's a there was a ton of people, and it was like in every everywhere in France, like nothing that has ever seen. Had, for me, it's like I've never seen anything like this before. Whereas, yeah, we've had strikes a lot, like you know, last year there were so many as well uh, with the Gilets Jaunes movement, which people fighting for their rights, like um in terms of uh what's it called workers and 
you know, all these people that are usually organizing things, yeah, okay, because, like he said, there's, like, nothing is ever right, yeah, but that's why these people are protesting, it's not just because they want to go and have fun, right, so, anyway, I'm thinking, well, maybe some people might think about it a little bit, not not my ex, apparently, he's, you know, and not to, um, this is not to, like, but uh, I don't want to badmouth him, but I, I see where he's focusing on, like what he's focusing on. And so many people are like this and it's just because of the programming. And, you know, I, I it's we can only understand like it, how, where they're coming from. It's not like, you know, because we should judge them or anything, but it's going to be really difficult to make these people see differently because... When I asked him, so how do you see things um, in in three years or so? You know, he's like, well, I think, you know, there might be an economic crisis, but then we like, we might come back. Like, it's going to take a while to come back and things might change a lot. He was focusing more on the money part, right? And versus like, what are people going to do? Is there going to be new communities or renewable energy? Things like this, which is what a lot of us want and are envisioning and he was just focusing on the money and I'm like okay so yeah it's sad but same time it's like well if this works for you then great we'll keep focusing on that if that makes you happy right if uh if you're just worried about where you're gonna live and what, what house you're gonna buy and um you know all this these things that are just keeping you tight with the system yeah go for it right it's that's the thing is like People have to realize that we're not going to wake up the masses. I don't think so. It's like little by little, yeah, there's going to be more and more people, but this is going to take years and years. And once they realize as well, like how this is really impacting them, because, you know, the New World Order, what I've been getting from several sources is that, and I resonate with this, is like it's going to take around 10 years and by then it's going to be super obvious that we're being controlled by just a group, a few people, you know, a little group of people, and which is already happening now, but it's going to be even more obvious then. And, and then maybe, yeah, more people are going to be like, okay, this is not right. This is not, this is definitely not the way to live. And some people might not might even be okay with it. This is what is scary. This is this is the thing, right? It's like I think a lot of people are dividing um, those between awake and not awake, and those who are like who don't want to uh, get the job versus the one who want who wants to get the job. But there's some people that don't give a fuck. <laughs> like it's like, oh, I have to do this now. Oh, all right, as long as I can continue with my life, you know, it doesn't matter. I adapt and. So, but yeah, but they don't have any sort of like, um, I guess, I don't know if, I I don't know if I want to say they don't have integrity. It's more like, they don't, yeah, since they don't really have these strong values, right? Anything for them, it's anything that, that happens like, okay, now, now this is happening. All right, let's do that. You know, I don't, I don't care as long as I'm okay and can do my own thing. And, but that's the thing, right? Like in a couple of years, even those people won't even be able to do their thing, you know, and they'll start feeling like they're actually, yeah, being controlled, you know, they're actually going to start feeling this versus like, just, you know, living in their illusion of freedom. (laughs) So yeah, I'm like thinking, well, since this is how it seems to be happening, right, people are just very, very conformist, um, 
um yeah uh, i don't i don't think the the strikes and everything is going to do something huge in terms of waking people up and like i said in one of my posts on instagram it's a big energy harvesting feast um because most of these people are most likely running reversals um like i said um yeah sadly that's how it is right now and this is just this is normal it's like everything we've taught that that is normal you know like i've said this before dying is not normal everything decaying is not normal but we've taught to to see that as normal it's like even to see it as something beautiful <laughs> like oh yes you know death and rebirth and or whatever or death and like uh creating a new thing you know out of a tree that dies and something else comes up um yeah but it's not the way it's supposed to happen in an eternal life principle what's it called an eternal and an eternal um system things transform and transmute but consciously and they don't lose awareness of who they are in the meantime like let's say i wanted to become a tree then i would just once i feel like my my time is up here you know i like as a as a a, a being that i the being that i am right now then i could decide myself to just transform into a tree and be a tree for like a lot another lifetime right so i know this sounds a little crazy for some people but i i truly feel like this is more natural you know like we can like source itself is eternal and decides uh how to experience itself and you know it's decided to disperse itself into all of you know all these beings and things and so each of us yes have our own consciousness and free will and this is the way source decided to express itself um but we're definitely stuck in a in a system in which things die and uh lose um consciousness of who they really are for a reason and it's because i've said this before but i will repeat it again for any of those tuning into this uh podcast uh just recently there are beings that decided that they didn't want to uh follow the rules right like the follow the rules but like they didn't want to be um eternal you know it's it's more like they just wanted control of the system and this is free will right they decided to separate themselves from source um and yeah so you can you know you can separate yourself from source it's like you create artificial energies and artificial systems and and just you know um digress and the more you digress the less dna strands you can activate and the the less plugged you are into source so then you're gonna have to look for other means to get your energy and you don't self-generate you don't self-perpetuate anymore so this is what's in the middle of the milky way galaxy is this black hole which is connected to the phantom matrix so that's where they're that's from that's one of the the ways that they're siphoning energy from this planet we are literally an energy harvesting planet that's what this was this what this this is um and it's been like this for ages so yeah of course people find it normal you know and and the moon and all these control systems right that are here to just siphon energy uh as well yeah so and this is not something to be afraid of or to be like oh we're the victims of it it's it's uh it's about 
being in your power and realizing it so that you can take action steps in order to um yeah be be really free because you know in the, in the big scheme of things we are free we have to start from that perspective right not not from like that or we're prisoners because we are in a prison planet but it's not like okay so but in our in our entire um like essence i guess in our the bigger scheme of things like i said we are free so starting from that viewpoint we take action steps to actually embrace that freedom and um I don't know why I just like went all the way down this path right now just to explain this, but you know, I just maybe felt like it was important for somebody listening right now that hadn't heard about this before. But yeah, anyway, what was the whole point of this anyway? Like talking about the system and like, oh yeah, because you know, I was just thinking about how some people are just not even, first of all, not even aware of this, that this is going on. And second of all, um, they don't really give a fuck. So it's like, yeah. So all these people, what's going to happen with them? Well, they're just going to continue here until the the gates close, like for for real. Because when you're in a in a finite life system, it doesn't it can't continue perpetually, you know, and it's going to implode on itself eventually. And apparently, this is in about two hundred nine, two hundred ten years. Um. So yeah, the 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 gates are gonna close. The the black hole system is going to um implode. Uh, the sun is gonna go nova. There's a bunch of stuff that's predicted to happen, and so I'm not saying oh this is absolutely what's gonna happen. This is the truth, the absolute truth. But I resonate with this theory, so I'm gonna go with it and prepare myself for that. And in the meantime, I'm preparing myself just for anything, right? When you're just like when when you're like okay, setting the intention to evolve and be prepared for anything, um, what could go wrong, right, with yourself, like, if something goes wrong with the planet or with other people, that's not your problem, which is basically, anyways, a reflection of what's going on inside yourself, right, anything that's going out, out on, on your, in your hologram is just a reflection of your, your work anyway, so everything that's going to happen to the rest of the stuff around you, shouldn't matter as long as you are working on improving yourself, and, yeah, just focusing on the fact that you are free, you know, and that no matter what, um, strikes or no strikes, of COVID or no COVID, vax or no vax, you are in your integrity and you are following what you believe is true and uh, is aligned with your highest good because that's super important, right? What is aligned with your your highest good? Who cares what other people do, right? Mm. So yeah, um I'm thinking right now um yeah, what am I what am I going to what am I going to share, right? Like um about this uh this dream I had. I wanted to yeah, that's what I wanted to do. Okay, so anyway, I totally went off topic because I, this was going to be just a really quick podcast to share a dream I had. But I did feel like it was important to talk about the the current situation right now and um what I think is going to happen next. Um yeah, just, you know, again, just to finish my <laughs> my perspective on this is that these people that are in power have been planning this um, this uh, new world order thing since a long time. And I do believe it's it's a thing that's been planned for eons and that there is no way that we're ever going to be a step ahead of them because, I mean, we can because... We can. I mean, you can. You yourself. You yourself can. It's but not as a collective. That's what I'm. I'm more like thinking because 
Um, they've already planned every possible reaction and action from the public. And I know that these strikes and everything was expected. Plus, you know, I don't know how it is in other countries, but in, in France, you have to have a permit to go on a strike. So they already know, like, when you're going on it, where you're going to be. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> but for me, it's like, what's the point, right? It's like, all right, yes, we give you permission to go out on the street, but you can only be here, here, and here. Is that okay? Sure, okay. <laughs> yeah, so... If they didn't want people to protest, they, did, they would just deny the strikes for whatever reason. So, yeah, I mean, it's like, yeah, they give you permission. And then when you're in, an, in a spot where you're not supposed to, they can just go and like spray everyone and or use whatever forces they, they can. You know, the, our, our military, I mean, we have, yeah, we there's so much um, technology and so much um, just weapons and all to scare easily scare a public public of people protesting no matter how big the crowd is even if all the people in france wanted to go out and protest which would not be ever be the case anyways um what do you think would happen right (laughs) what do you think we don't have helicopters and you know uh weapons and all this oh my god yeah it's to control people i mean honestly it's like near impossible to think that we could overthrow a government like this so what i keep focusing on is how do we unplug right how do we how do we um de- become really de- in- independent not dependent independent from this government how, what do we do and little action steps you know like working on activating your dna and becoming less in de- dependent on for example all that's available to you to keep you uh, sedated, right? Like drugs and alcohol. And when you go and watch movies all the time or go to bars. And, and I'm, saying, I'm saying this because I've, I'm still guilty of a few of these things. And um, yeah, it's... it's for, but you know what's interesting is that I've the more I've been doing these activations... Oh, sorry. I just had to yawn real quick. <laughs> um the more I've been doing them, the less food I need, the less alcohol I've been drinking, the less everything, actually. It's like, it's becoming a very minimalistic life, well, quote-unquote, because I'm still living in the city, I still, you know, buy stuff, and of course, it's like, it's not, it's nothing compared to those of you who live in in the countryside or you know near nature which is awesome which is i now i'm like thinking why am i why didn't i work my um uh why didn't i work to to get myself there right but i I know i'm here for a reason as well uh so you know just focus on that i'm focusing on that because i'm like yeah i'd love to be in the countryside this is bullshit i don't know what i'm living why i'm living in the city right now but yeah i'm here for a reason there's frequencies that i'm anchoring in in this area for sure so yeah, anyway, what I was going at is that how do we do that, right? How do we actually create communities in which uh, we don't really need anything from from a system that's going to crumble at some point once more and more people realize that this is not um, ideal, you know, and how harmful it is. Because all the 5G and all the, you know, the electromagnetic waves and stuff, when people hear about this, sometimes they, they think about it as more like wi- like high Wi-Fi, like sci-fi. Um, and they don't take it seriously. And I used to be one of these people. You know, that's why I never was concerned about living, where I was living or what's what was surrounding me. But now I, I feel it more and more and I'm more conscious of it. So, uh, yeah, it's definitely, for me, it's important to be in, in an area that's, 
the least uh, influenced by these energies as possible and the more that we activate our dna also the less we're going to need phones and think even phones and things like this because guess what we're going to have telepathy we already have it i mean i i've already experienced it quite a bit with with some of my closest friends and it's amazing and we don't need to um eventually need to communicate through phones and everything imagine that so yeah, that's why some people don't understand the the extent to which we can be independent, you know, and but working with our our own innate abilities and technologies and also working with each other to create these communities. So when I, I was talking to, you know, again, coming back to the conversation with my ex um, is like, yeah, I, what I was telling what I was telling him about how I saw things changing, possibly, you know, he's like, you know, like yeah whatever <laughs> like for him that sounded way too cuckoo but that's fine you know um i think that it's important to set that intention and to envision this kind of future and if it if we can make it happen that would be awesome because envisions are so envisioning things is so powerful right um yeah so anyway the way we manifest things yeah um anyway going back to why i was actually here to <laughs> record this podcast my my dream right so I'm thinking about just doing this real quick dream share in English, Spanish, and French for those of you who like the episodes for, you know, for the language learning. Um, and yeah, so it's about this intention I set. Did I even talk about this before in, in, in my intro here? I think not. So I've been setting this intention, right, whenever I go to sleep um, to heal or to get clarity on things that I, I need to work on. And I've even created this symbol that I run through my body before I go to sleep. So anybody can do this, right? This is super powerful. When you cre- when you create something, you use colors, you know. Um, so colors are vibrations, light, sound. Sound is more like, well, it, everything it comes down to light, sound, um, so vibrations, right? And so when you work with these symbols, that even that you create yourself, it's it's doing something it's it's working at an intron level introns is like you know the dna that's supposed to be junk dna those are the, the intron level um which are the 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 dna that we can activate actually that's why you hear a lot of people talking about 12 strand potential and all this um many of us have more than 12 strand dna potential so that's pretty awesome what we are going to be able to do with that because like, for example, if you already have a lot of interdimensional experiences and dreams and everything, it's most likely because you've already activated at least your fourth DNA. Like, you know, most people are running on two strands. So that, to show you how limited we are, you know, as human beings, like just because of all the distortions and the digressions that we've had throughout the, the, re- the incarnations, because of the influence of this phantom matrix that's in the, mil- in the middle of our Milky Way and all the beings that we've interbred with. That's why we have all these distortions and that's what we need to work on clearing and evolving. So anyway, if you've already got your at least your fourth strand activated, um, this is why you remember dreams and why you have lucid dreaming and, and all that. And um, the more you activate your other strands, the more you'll be able to actually work with those dreams. So, and um, what I've heard is that indigo children and I know I, I belong to this group, uh, we have at least our, we're, we're, we're born with at least our sixth DNA um, strand activated. So from there, you know, we go to 12, 24, 48, 
depending on our coding. So yeah, it's it's really interesting um, to be feeling these activations within myself and to see how I've been doing so much traveling and so much healing and things like this in my in my dream state. So last night, I had this dream with my mom. I know there's a lot of stuff there to, to clear in terms of like family karma. Uh, and I know this is really rooted in past lives because it's not just in this lifetime. I, I know this has been from generation to generation to generation. So I've been asking, right? Like, what is it that I need to look at? Or what um, what can I do, right, to, to clear this? And this is work. That This takes time. It's not going to be just like, poof, just magically. Um, but I've been feeling the progress. So anyway... Uh, right now I'm working on this uh, really disconnecting from my family and so I've been feeling the effects of this and yeah so this dream I had um, I'll share it first in English so you guys can um, yeah uh, see a little bit more like (laughs) what happened then I'll do it in uh, I'll do it in Spanish and in French okay so let's get to it Okay, so in this dream, I was talking with my mom and also one of my sisters was there. And I was telling her uh, something like, do you see how this is mind control? Because I think she was trying to make me feel bad about something, probably because of the fact that I haven't talked to them in a while. So when I said this, she got really upset and she started grabbing me by the neck and her thumb was like pushing down really hard on one side of my neck and I was scared but at the same time like um, trying to keep it together and what I told her was something like um, yeah like do you really want to leave a mark on my, on my neck like you know I bruise super easily or something like this but like yeah trying to make her get her hands off me and finally she did and then right after that she just put her head against mine like like as if making me understand that no matter what we're like super tied together you know like that kind of like the feeling you can't get rid of me I'm still here you know kind of thing so this really creeped me out and um yeah and so I woke up and I'm like, yeah, it's this is important. It's the relationship with my with my mom has something there that I need to look at more deeply, you know? So yeah, that was it. Bueno, en este sueño estaba con mi mamá y también mi hermana, una de mis hermanas estaba ahí con nosotros. Y le estaba diciendo a mi mamá algo así como, ¿te das cuenta de cómo esto es manipulación mental? Porque creo que me estaba tratando de hacer sentir mal por algo que hice, o o, o seguramente porque no les les he hablado en mucho tiempo. Y en eso agarra y me pone las manos, una mano encima de de mi garganta y con el dedo, Por un, o sea, de un lado de, de mi cuello me estaba empujando así, muy fuerte con el dedo. Y, y le dije algo así como... O sea, sí, me, me dio algo de miedo, ¿no? Pero al mismo tiempo estaba como que tratando de, de mantener la calma. Y le dije... Le dije, oye, ¿quieres dejarme una marca? O que ya sabes que 
a mí se me hacen marcas muy fácilmente en la piel. <risa> y, y este y de repente me soltó, pero en lugar de dejarme sola, o sea, me agarró y puso su cabeza encima, de la, al lado de la mía, así como que pegó su cabeza a la mía, así como quedándome a entender de que pase lo que pase, de todas maneras estamos unidas, o sea, como que no, no me ibas a hacer de ella muy fácilmente, y esto así como que me, me sacó de onda, y no, pues como que dije, bueno, no, me, me desperté, pero sí, como que me quedé pensando que esto es un aspecto que todavía necesita trabajo, este, la, la, lo de la relación con mi mamá es algo que necesita verse más, en, más este, profundamente, porque hay algo ahí que necesita trabajo, pues ya, eso es todo. Bon, du coup, dans ce rêve, j'étais avec ma mère et puis il y avait aussi une de mes sœurs avec nous. Et euh, je disais quelque chose à ma mère, euh, c'était quelque chose comme, euh, tu vois, comment ce que tu fais, c'est de la manipulation mentale en fait. Et euh, elle, elle s'est fâchée, je crois qu'elle était en train de me faire culpabiliser de ne pas parler avec eux ou quelque chose comme ça. Et, et puis elle, elle m'a pris par le cou avec sa main et... Euh, il y avait son pouce en fait qui avec son pouce elle poussait très très fort sur un, sur un des côtés et euh, du coup ça ça m'a ça m'a vraiment choqué je, je savais je savais pas quoi faire mais j'essayais de rester calme et euh, je lui ai dit quelque chose comme euh, qu'est-ce que tu veux faire tu veux me laisser une marque tu sais que euh, j'ai des marques facilement sur la peau je sais pas un truc comme ça genre j'ai euh, tu sais quand j'ai des bleus euh, j'ai des bleus facilement et puis, euh, elle m'a lâchée, mais, euh, mais après, tout de suite, elle a, elle a mis sa tête contre la mienne, très bizarrement, enfin, j'ai eu des sensations très bizarres, euh, et c'était comme pour me dire, euh, tu vois, on est, de toute façon, on est unis, toutes les deux, tu ne tu, tu vas pas te débarrasser de moi si facilement, ou un truc comme ça, en fait, c'était un peu pour me faire comprendre ça, en fait, et, euh, et du coup, je me suis réveillée, et... et J'étais en train de réfléchir à ça et je me disais, oui, il y a quelque chose qu'il qu faut que je travaille là, en fait, qu'il faut que je, je regarde quelque chose plus en profondeur dans la relation avec ma mère parce qu'il y a quelque chose qu'il faut soigner à ce niveau-là. Ah, donc voilà. Yeah, so that was a dream. Uh, it was really vivid, so that's why I I recorded this episode on it because it even it came in during my meditation this morning. So I was like, yeah, this this dream is definitely something important um, to think about because it pinpointed something that still needs work. You know, because I knew the relationship with my mom was something big. I've always kind of not always, but like since a few years, I've known that that it's been um a big part of my my personal game let's call it that way that I came here to beat you know like <laughs> or to level up on is this thing is like this these uh with, with the feelings that come you know with this relationship that I have with my mom is a lot of like insecurities and um also like the wanting to control things right 
and not feel because you're scared of not feeling loved by other people and i know this comes like i said before it's like from past lives like generation over generation all the i feel like all the women in my family have gone through pretty much the same stuff you know um i've been really lucky because the experiences i've had i know are like nothing compared to what my mom went through when she was young or my grandma you know in terms of all the sexual abuse um gaslighting um <clears throat> yeah the relationships we've had with uh with guys you know it's it, i know my mom has been through a lot so that's why i'm not like um saying oh my mom is evil look what she's doing in the dream no this is more like for me this represented the entity that's that's attached to her you know like that's been literally controlling her life like and this is what it wants it wants control like love me or i'll kill you kind of thing you know it's like yeah and so whew, it, it was really powerful you know to 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 actually in my dream to actually stand up to this energy because i was freaking out like for a while for a little bit i was like oh shit what am i gonna do is she gonna really kill me you know like um but then i was like no this is manipulation i'm not gonna gonna buy into this so yeah i mean and otherwise i think i would have freaked out and like you know started crying or something i don't know but I've, i think i've gone to a point where i realize what is going on and that i don't need to buy into the fear mode so yeah that that also made me see where i'm at kind of you know but i was still feeling something where i was unsure or insecure or feeling like i i maybe need to yeah still work on something myself but um but uh, yeah it, it, overall um yeah it gave me it gave me a sense of clarity you know like I know there's still some work to be done, so I'm going to keep looking more into it. Like, right, what am I going to do? What what kind of techniques am I going to focus on? What maybe energy centers I need to work on? See, so this is what I feel we should be focusing on. Instead of being like, oh, what should I do? What should I go and say to my mom? What am I going to do to improve the relationship with my mom? I feel like so many people are focused in this sense, you know? Um, again, with... Um, like I was sharing with Jay the other day in my previous podcast, how we've been indoctrinated to to think in many cultures, not just in the Mexican culture that I, I come from, but like that family is important and that that you should give everything, you know, for your family. And that, um, yeah, if if you don't love your family, then you're seen as an evil person. Or you know, But it's not about loving or not loving. It's more like if you're showing attention to them, right? If you don't show attention to them, then you're seen as like a bad child or... Yeah, whatever, you know? So people just don't realize that these are all programs. And it sounds a little cold, you know, sometimes to sit, be talking this way. But um, it's it's in the end, it's only you, like all that you need to focus on is yourself and everything that you outpicture is a reflection of you so yeah and even all these entities you know phantom matrix and all these beings they are yes a reflection of you as well but that doesn't mean you have to go and um you know buy into into what they're doing because they have their own free will too you know regardless of the fact that we come from the same source and that they technically are part of you you don't have to follow and do what they're doing or give your energy to them. Um, so yeah, anyway, this is veering off the subject a little bit. But um, 
I just I, I like to tie it in, you know, with all these these theories and stuff because many people would argue, right, that oh, this is your mom, you should uh accept her and try to fix things with her. It's like, no, I'm not. Uh as long as she's like reacting this way and because literally this is how she's acting, but like indirectly, you know, in real life. It's like love me, you know, it's like pay attention to me because you're, you're being a, a bad child like this, you know, but like not not telling me, but kind of making me understand, you know. So anyway, um, yeah, the, the, as long as she's still uh, attached to these energies and and letting her life be controlled by these programs, I don't need to engage with her, you know, and, and if, if eventually she realizes what's going on and it's not my job to fix it either, then we'll, of course, yes, talk, you know, whatever. And I still love her. doesn't mean I don't love her. I, I can, uh, you know, you can still, unconditional love, you know, as is um, very widespread in, in, in spirituality, it, I think is mis- misunderstood by some people. Whereas, like, you, you feel bad if you don't absolutely feel like you want to be with people and, like, you want to integrate everybody into your life. That's not unconditional love. That's just, I'm sorry, this is just being stupid. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry I said it this way. You know, I'm not saying... You know, not to offend anybody, but um, I used to think this way as well. It's like unconditional love, it's me- it means that I accept everyone and that I'm nice to everyone. You don't have to be nice to everyone. Let people deal with their own shit. Like they have things to deal with. You don't have to put up with it, period. You can respect them and like, you know, not and like you're not going to go and tell them, you know, like, hey, you're stupid or hey, you shouldn't do this. Because we all had to go through certain things like them and everybody's ha- has their own shit to clear. So... Yeah, judging is not part of unconditional love for sure, but you're not like meant to go and hug everybody and be with everybody, you know, and try to fix everybody. So, because I feel like that's what a lot of us start doing once we awaken, or not a lot, not all of us, but a lot of us, you know, especially those of us who have this, um, who have a lot of abandonment issues um, to clear. So, yeah, anyway, so that's what, you know, that one of the things. Um, I'm working on, I hope this example helps anybody listening, you know, with um, ways that you can um, work on clearing your own traumas, because we all have them, (laughs) and yeah, really set intentions before you sleep, that's super important, and uh, create your own symbols if if you feel called to, and or your, you know, just a, a little routine that you do before you sleep, and yeah, it's do that clearing in your sleep man that's like the that's like really effective for me at least and uh, if not you can do it during meditations but um yeah we all um we all have a lot of stuff that we need to uh clear like i said before we can even envision or not even envision like even think of because we can envision this world where everybody is working together in harmony and everything yes we can we can have that but you know before that happens um everybody needs to go through their own process and this is not going to happen like all of a sudden or you know it's not going to be strikes that are going to cause this it's everyone sparking other people to yeah to do the work themselves by setting the example so that's also one of my objectives here and with this podcast and everything I'm doing is to just, you know, spark people and be like, maybe they're going to be like, oh, you know, um, maybe that's something I want to do as well. And hopefully, yeah, inspire others to do the, the same or something similar, you know, not, not, not the same. We don't have to all be doing the same thing. But yeah, so anyway, like I said, I hope this 
helped anybody tuning in and i hope you enjoyed the <laughs> the the languages like the the french english spanish sharing thing um i'll be doing a few of these just you know once in a while to you know keep it in the you know the kind of the theme of the the dream podcast because i you know i love i love dreaming i love sharing about dreams and yeah so if any of you have anything to share or that you'd like to uh have clarified you know if anything i shared here just uh, shoot me a message and i'll be glad to uh, dive deeper into that um yeah i look forward to the next episode i'll probably be doing one with a really good friend of mine so i'm super excited uh yeah stay tuned and i'll talk to you again soon bye